you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Number 87 in your programs, but number one in your heart. Uh, I see what you did. That's cute. I like that. <laughs> yeah, no. You should, uh... Coming from a guy from Pittsburgh. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, hi and hello. And welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, everybody. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. I am seated next to two of the finest guys to catch pro football passes over the last quarter century, and I'm glad they're here because I want to dig in on that very subject, especially after earlier in the week, Antonio Brown named number two overall in the NFL's top 100 here. Beyond just the current players, though, where does Antonio Brown rank among the Super Bowl era? Maybe we'll go quarter century here. Want to talk some quarterbacks? This is the time to do it. I don't know if you've looked at NFL.com, fellas. That's all they're doing. David Carr giving his last list of the top 10 QBs, putting his brother at number four and Ben Roethlisberger outside the top 10. That's just uh, one of his slights, so I figure we can do it. Now, let me introduce the fellas that I I, uh, broadly mentioned here. First of all, he caught passes off the right arm of Aaron Rodgers for many moons, went up to Oakland. Now he's seated to my immediate left, as I say, soon to be inducted into the San Jose State Hall of Fame. How about that? Yes, sir. Appreciate it. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. The best smelling man in pro football. Yes, sir. I try. Easy, James easy. Jones. Appreciate it. How are we, fellas? I'm good, man. Muzzle tub on the uh, upcoming honor for you. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm excited about it. Should be good. And then seated next to James Jones, a guy who I think is among uh, his many honors, one day is going to pull on that gold jacket. Before yes, that, sir. though, he's uh, going to be added to the Colts Ring of Honor in Indianapolis. Of course, toiled for the U many moons ago. Oh. Number 87, it's Reggie Wayne. Hey, What's the poop right. with you, fellow? Hey, and I'm also a great-smelling young man. <laughs> Are you? Uh, yeah. All right. Are in the locker room I'll, with me? Just so. trust me. Don't, yeah. I don't need you I'll, sniffing. I was just going to say, I'll be you. the judge of no, that. I don't need that. I don't need that, Dave. All right. Hey, before we got going here, and there are a number of things I want to talk about, uh, James Jones, you may have heard that many out there, including one Tony Romo, has announced that the Green Bay Packers are the so-called team to beat mm-hmm. in 2018. Uh, I declared on our last uh, DDFP, Reggie Wayne, that your former team, the Indianapolis Colts, are one of a handful of teams that I can positively declare are not going to be in the 2018 postseason. Mm. Hey, Dave. Yes. Yeah. Dave, always try you every time you come I'm not trying show. anything. I'm just telling you <laughs> a feeling. Do you wake up a hater every morning? Why is that a hater? Why is that a hater? Every morning? What did, what did Indianapolis do to you? I want to tell you something. I don't. I, I, I have nothing against the good people. I, I, I matriculated an hour south of there in Bloomington, Indiana. I have nothing that's, but, that, that's what I don't understand. Dave like, said I got Reg coming on the show today. Oh, yeah, the Colts are yeah, making It's going to be a play. great day. <laughs> it's going to be a great day. I want to – it has nothing to do with that. Can't, Come on. I, you, you see the sign on the door, Mr. Wayne. It's says no jive and that's all I'm doing is I'm not jiving anybody including you two now before we got going (laughs) with anything out before we do anything else as you guys walked in here 
I don't even know what I said. Oh, I said the greatest running back of all time. And before I could complete the sentence, Mm -hmm. you guys both jumped in with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Absolutely. Barry Sanders is the greatest runner you've ever seen. You start, James. Greatest runner I've ever seen put on a pair of cleats. And I know a lot of guys want to go to stats, want to go to this, want to go to that. But Barry Sanders running behind the lines that he ran behind. Every running back that came behind Barry Sanders wanted to be Barry Sanders. Even the ones that the Emmett Smiths, yes. those guys wanted Absolutely. to be Barry. And he set the standard. No disrespect to Walter Payton. He he is a great. But in my humble opinion, Barry Sanders is the greatest running back that I've ever seen. Put I, I don't think it's a crazy opinion. I do think, though, that the one thing that everybody points to is they said he had no fullback. That was a passing offense in some of his prime seasons. Yeah, they spread it out, and it was easy to thrive if uh, if you're going empty backfield and uh, and uh, the defense is focused on three this and is, four this receiver is one, sets this is back one in of, the day when that wasn't as prominent. This is one of the things why I truly believe that Barry Sanders was the greatest ever because he had Scott Mitchell (laughs) before he before Barry Sanders hit the scene. We've never seen nothing like him. I love that point. That's right. We've never seen nothing. He was a trendsetter. When he hit the scene, it was like, what in the world is this man doing on that football field? And he was a special talent. And that's why in my book, I will always put Barry Sanders at number one. Uh, that, listen, it's uh, – I mean, you're not crazy. Uh, nobody who says uh, Barry Sanders is the best is a, is a lunatic. You agree with that? I, I do. Uh, Barry Sanders did great things with the less. He uh, – it's the same thing I say with Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton plays his best ball with the less around him. Hmm. Now he has to be the ultimate team player and do have to do everything. That's That was Barry Sanders. Now, they did have Herman Moore out there, who was one of my favorites, you know, but – Brett Perriman for a couple yep, of years yep, was nice. Another Miami yeah. guy. But you know when Barry got the ball, mm. it was ne- it was never a negative game. It was what, always that, you know what's yards. funny about that. You say that, but that is in fact the knock that I put against Barry Sanders. He liked to try to hit the home run mm. so much. There were a lot of games yeah. that you'd be watching, and they'd go to the locker room yeah. at the half, and he was like eight carries for nine yards mm-hmm. because he liked to he he would dance long enough to see if he could hit the home run most of the time. He because did, he knew to he win. Knew to win. To win. He, he had the game. to score. He had to, he had to score. It's a know? fair point. So yes. sometimes you might lose some yards trying yeah. to get the big game. He was the, he the was, price you pay. He was the quarterback of the team. He had to make the play every time. I'll take – I'll stick with sweetness. I will still say <laughs> just for uh, – for um, what do they say? For posterity's sake, I'll say the guys who get forgotten about too often when these lists come out, uh, the, like the one we're putting together currently. Earl Campbell. Ooh! For six I years. Was, man. I mean, that man. position more so than your position – or a quarterback, it's not about longevity Man. to me. It's as much as what was that prime? What was that? You said get left years? off. I mean, he will never get left off my list. Earl Campbell was an animal. He, I mean, I, yeah, talk my about gosh. a revelation who you've never seen speed on a on a guy that size. That was something to behold. Eric Dickerson, I feel like he also gets slept on. He gets slept on. It, yeah, he, he does. He gets slept yeah. on a lot. I think it was more because of the goggles. Yeah. Ha! Have really kept and the Jerry curl hanging yeah. out of the even, back. Because even, I may, even, I, may sleep on, even oh. I may sleep on Dickerson a little bit. You know why? It's the uh, For some reason, nobody questions Jerry jo- I mean Jerry Jones. Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. I do. But Eric Dickerson, do you really? Yeah, I think Randy, You're gonna Moss, go Randy Moss. I think Randy Moss is the greatest I, receiver. You know what's time. crazy? Uh, the outside – I mean, and you can argue that. forever, but okay, we're gonna get to that in a second. But I'll <laughs> tell you what: what uh, the thing about Eric Dickerson that for some reason I feel like dings him a little bit in public perception is it looked too easy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He never. He, I. I, I really. I, I watched all the game. Emotion. I never remember yeah. him diving yeah. like or anything. He, he, he just always to. was like super, to. like Michael Johnson, the sprinter, yeah. that super upright, like he was from 1960 running yeah. the in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, not to cut you off, Dave. But the one running back to me that gets overslept the most, and maybe you guys can tell me why, is Roger Craig. Yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame. I think Roger Craig just because he has so many great pieces around. It's not fair. I know it ain't fair, but when you think of Barry Sanders, like you said, we named one guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, 
the 49ers back in them days had some ballers. They do. The, the, the media who votes on who gets a gold jacket and all that sort of thing, I do think that they do have – I don't think that they announce to each other that we have to draw a line somewhere. We can't put all these guys in the Hall of Fame. But I think somewhere in their heads it's like, all right, how many Niners are we putting in here already? Yeah. You know, there's certain guys who deserve <laughs> uh, it, and they're kind of hurt by the guys that they played around. Yeah. It's sort of the opposite of, like, the U effect, yeah. you know? If you play at the U and you're trying to establish as a scout, like, well, is this guy good or is he just doing well because he's surrounded by players. NFL-level yeah. talent? Well, what do you think? You guys – But then when, them you, guys, got, when them you guys – Pittsburgh brings a couple of uh, universal I think Elsie Greenwood guys. belongs in the Hall of Fame, certainly, yeah. 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 There you go. I'll make some. I can make some cases for you. They did get it right with uh, Lynn Swan and John Stallworth, Absolutely. even though the numbers don't uh, live up to 21st century. Uh, I know. Like that's, you. So that's. Uh, we're not even going to talk about. That. I'm not making that I'm case with you now. It's I'm not, not what I'm here for. I mean, I'm just saying. I I, I like those guys. Are you I, saying I really that do. the Indianapolis Colts are going to the playoffs? Are you disagree with my assertion they're that they're going in the ring going? of honor? It's only one answer for that. Listen. <laughs> they don't make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> you know this is being recorded. You understand? Oh, all, he see the cameras. He see the cameras. He see them. Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure. There's nothing wrong with the cameras or anything? Oh, it's all. They got him. It's okay. over now. I have a very special hey, Christmas present ready for Reggie Wayne uh, at the end of uh, the 2018 season. All right. In the meantime, so Romo says the Packers mm -hmm. are the team to beat. What do you guys think? You guys have been in in both of you were uh, on great teams, not just teams like oh this 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 team could make a play or could go to the playoffs. No, no, you guys at this, at this very time, late June, early July, were on teams that were being oh this team better go to the better Super Bowl. Better not do it, James. You better not do it, James. I, you can declare that they're better not do it. James. I like you know what? <laughs> I think Romo is. Probably one of the smartest guys <laughs> in the world today. Man. You know and what where, I mean? Because where, where's Romo that from? is absolutely true, man. You where? think you get the greatest quarterback mm. to play the game. We agree on that. Aaron Rodgers back. You okay. get a guy, a new toy in Jimmy Graham. You get a guy in Mercedes. It doesn't have like to that. be everything. doesn't okay. have to be everything. You get a guy in Mercedes. You got Randall Cobb. You have Devontae Adams. Then when Aaron got hurt, you realize, okay, we have two young studs at running back. Absolutely. You know, so now you know you can go to the running game. I love well. both those guys. Then you draft two corners who I've been told are some studs as well, and you get your mom Williams back and everybody's saying he's he's looking great. So, mm. you know. Plus Kevin King. Plus Kevin King. And then you got two very good safeties in Jones and, and Ha Ha. So, I mean, I think everything that's there – I mean, Romo, Romo sees it, and he's very smart. But and once you have number 12 behind the center, I think right. you're automatically – Keep him nice and clean this year for you're, once. You're automatically the do. team to beat. Stop. Before he left last year, they were 4-1. and one. I mean, who knows where they would have been be sitting. So, And now you even get a better defense, some guys that – It's not going to be even a mediocre defense. Yeah. That's going to be a good it's defense. Be, you get Muhammad Wilkerson yep. in there as well with Mike Daniels. With I Kenny mean, Clark and yeah. with 76 out hey, there, yeah. It, it can be problems, and I think – Romo being from Wisconsin, oh, you know, he oh, sees the he, roster and he, he wants sees cheese. who's behind center. He's <laughs> like, man, this team right here, a lot of people don't want to say it, but I think they are the team to beat. I kind of agree. Reggie, though, so you guys both were in that situation yourselves where it was like, this has got to be the year. we got to make a run. And I've been thinking about this a fair amount because, like I mentioned, Antonio Brown, second best player in the NFL per his peers. Levy and Bell is, what, the fifth or sixth or whatever he came down. Roethlisberger still in the, uh, in the handful of really great QBs who can win games by himself, even if he doesn't have great talent mm. around him. That, I mean, I think that's true. Now you could argue back. That's, you know, they're top heavy. There's an outsized percentage of the cap that is going to just three guys, and then you have the rest of the guys surrounding that. But still, that's where I come down. The 13 and three for the 2017, uh, 2017 Steelers feels unsatisfying. You know, it feels like, well, that, they, they didn't really do much. So when you're in this boat in summertime, in a year, it's like, wow, we got all that. We got everything lined up. This should be the year. What's that like? Do you feel? Do you put pressure on yourself, Reggie? Are you on the phone with Peyton or or anybody else and saying like, "Come on, we, we can't blow it this year. This is the, oh. like what 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 what's the mindset before you even get to the camp and you're supposed to win?" The mindset is we're gonna keep the same intensity. We go we go continue to apply pressure. I mean, you can't put extra pressure on yourself. Once you do that, everything goes haywire. So if you know you're a good team, 
you do the you do the things that good teams do. You you, you make sure you practice well. You you uh, you go in each practice and make sure you limit all your minerals, all your errors. Uh, you don't need the outsiders to really tell you you're a good team. You know when you're good. You just got to go out there and win games. You got to win the games you're supposed to win, and those are the home games. You got to win. That's those, right. Right. You got to you go down. What we always did, and me and James talking about this earlier. We take each quarter of the season. We want to win each quarter, whatever that case may be, 3-1, and 4-0, and oh, whatever. You want to win each uh, each quarter of the season. And if you do that, nine times out of ten, the possibilities of you having home field advantage is huge. For us, that was always our thing, even though we won without having home field advantage. But if you got home field advantage, and we always thought, like, if we can get those guys in our dome, you know, uh, a.k.a. New England, mm-hmm. right? We can get them at home. I think we'll win this game. And when we finally got them at home, we we actually won. So we know we're good. We felt like the I feel like the best team, and everybody that I played with felt like the 2005 Colts uh, that lost to Pittsburgh was the best team I ever played on. Like we knew we were good, you know what I mean? But it's just going out there and winning the games you're supposed to, and not losing. And I want to piggyback off that because when you're sitting in a locker room. And you're looking around, and you see Aaron Rodgers. You see Clay Matthews. You see Charles Woodson. You see Al Harris. You see Tremont Williams. You see Nick Collins. You see B.J. Raji. You see all these dudes on the defensive end. Then you come to the offensive side. You see Jordy. You see Greg Jennings. You see Donald Driver. You see James Jones. You see Randall Cobb. You see Jermichael Finley. You know that it's a time right now, a small window, because contracts are coming up. Injuries can happen. So you got to win when you got to win. You That's know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, you I do. You cannot say, oh, we'll be back next year because nothing is given. When you have Never the, the opportunity to win, you have to win, especially when you have them great teams because next year can come, injuries can happen. Everybody thought, oh, the Packers will be back and Rodgers gets hurt. Anything can happen. So That's when you – have a chance to win you have a special team you have to capitalize on that and when you don't and we didn't lost to the Giants a couple times didn't should have three Super Bowls that's a long story but anyways when you have to win you got to win those games because but next that's season but you know what's interesting about different. that though let me just ask you this though about that both of you guys say this your best teams didn't win the Super Bowl right. you kind of went the you, you kind of backdoored it when you were on the road and you weren't right. supposed to do it right. that leads me to what we've talked about before the curse is supposed to when you're supposed to do it that adds pressure on you right or no am I or or am I being uh you know anecdotal uh, well it adds I mean, as, <laughs> as if you listen to the outside noise you know what I mean for us it was always man we know we're gonna make these playoffs can we make the playoffs healthy? That's the key element. If you can get into the playoffs healthy, like we knew we were going to be good. But every time the playoffs come, we have a nicked up Bob Sanders or something, you know, myself, whoever. Uh, and it would just knock us off beat just that just that little bit. And that's all that matters. When, you, when you're not on the same page, even if it's this much, Offense and was that defense? that well, odd this, five yeah. season? Was it were you thrown off by sitting down for a couple games at the end of pre? Absolutely. Both teams have done that. Absolutely, Both, and the Packers that, that, did a little that bit messed of up. That, that messed up our momentum. Yeah. It messed up. And our sometimes momentum. the bye week can hurt you too. But when you're supposed to win, supposed to, supposed to, you better believe that you're getting the opponent's best shot. You know what I mean? Every trick every- plays are coming. You know, that was every, that was exotic game. blitzes you've never seen before are coming. You are getting their best shot. When you're under the radar, you sneak in the playoffs, they might be like, okay, look, you know, underestimate you, and then boom, you start you start getting in there. But when you're supposed to, man, you're getting everybody's best That's shot. That's what I'm getting and at. It, right. And it is harder to win, and you got to be on your A game every single time. But still – you supposed to win them games, and you got to win because win. the next season is gonna be okay. Well, no so in what. other words, what you're if I'm reading between the lines, Romo has just put the bullseye on those uh, Green Bay Packers here in uh, in summertime. Well, now t- they're supposed I, to do it. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: <laughs> they they already have a bullseye because of who their quarterback is. That's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like James was talking about, you're gonna get all those exotic blitzes and stuff. We saw that every week with Peyton Manning. Everybody tried to find a man. They played this team last week, <clears throat> and they did the same blitzes we do, and it didn't work. So now we gotta we gotta play mad. Now all, all of a sudden, now you gotta do all these different things, and you just pray that Peyton never saw it. At the same time, as Peyton sees it, we have to see it. We gotta adjust. So 
We got all those different things every single week. So by them having Aaron Rodgers, and we know the type of player Aaron Rodgers is, arguably the best quarterback in the league right now, right? You're going to get everybody's best shot. Mm-hmm. You're going to get everything, even the kitchen sink. So you got to be ready. So I think the bullseye is already there. And one thing I could say is a very good thing. No matter what Tony Romo says, everybody thinks the Vikings are the team to beat. Mm, you know, you get Kirk Cousins. You got yeah. that big-time defense. So everybody thinks in the NFC it's the Eagles and the Vikings, really. The Eagles. The, the team to beat. That's so the team to beat. When Aaron, They're supposed to keep going. When Aaron slaps up on the Vikings whoa, whoa. and Zimmer and them, then it's going to be, boom, bullseye on your back. This team is the real deal. Is this that a team, prediction that we just heard there? This team is the team to beat in the NFC. These cameras are on. I don't know if it's a prediction. It's a fact. When he beat <laughs> oh, up on oh, the boys, even. then the bulls are going to be on the Packers. And by the way, score, Detroit score. Detroit is a sneaky good team too. Absolutely. And very the Bears, division. everybody's calling for them to at least be better. That's a very good division I'll, over there. I'll, I'll That's some division. The, yeah. only thing about Detroit is every time you get ready to taste the Kool-Aid, it ain't no sugar. In you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little no sour, a little you sour. think it's going to taste good, but it's just, oh. <laughs> I hear sour. you. And I also, I, I hate to be uh, a cynic, but I think, again, Sposta, Kirk Cousins wasn't supposed to. He was the back. He was drafted in D.C. to be the backup to RG3. And, yeah, yeah. well, some people liked him better than RG3 or whatever. And then he had a couple and I took that, that playoff run and everything. Now he's a $30 million man. He's mm-hmm. supposed to cover up all the mm-hmm. all the bad stuff that that extra do- extra money he got is supposed to yeah. obscure for you. I don't, I, I don't know. Again, he's supposed to carry a team now. Poster, but we're going to see. Uh, he does have good receivers at minimum. <laughs> we're going to see. He's got at a very good time. All right, go ahead. Let, I don't want to. Reggie just said arguably, and everything's arguable. Mm-hmm. Let's. I'm going to start with you because I know where you uh, are going to come down at the top here, <laughs> James Jones. And I'm also buying Reggie a second to think about this. Uh, Win, play, show. The last, uh, the guys you've seen last quarter century. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks go. Win, play, show. Best quarterback you've seen is obviously you're going to go Rodgers. There's not going to be a doubt. I'm going Aaron Rodgers, and I'm strictly going Aaron Rodgers because I'm Brett going far. I'm strictly going Aaron <laughs> Rodgers because I'm going back to what I just told you about Barry Sanders. Nothing he, ever like it. When he hit the field, we've never seen nothing like it. Every quarterback that comes out of the draft now is really compared to Aaron Rodgers. How does he throw outside of the pocket? You know what I mean? How strong is his arm inside the pocket? Every play that you show that a young quarterback is making, they, they compare it to Aaron Rodgers. And everybody, when you see Aaron Rodgers make some of these throws, it's a wow factor because we've never seen this done before That's right. like this. You and I have gone yes. over and over the fact yes. that Aaron Rodgers has a different – that the ball comes it, out of it, his hand it, with a it, different it's quality. To, it's to, it's totally else. different. And what a lot of people don't understand about Aaron Rodgers is he's a freakish athlete. That's right. You know, like, yeah, you're not going to get the 4-3 out of him like Michael Vick, but he's that type of athlete. Like, he is a special player. And we've when he hit the field, we've never seen nothing like Aaron Rodgers. That's why every time he makes a play, all the reporters, everybody, analysts, everybody's like, wow. I mean, I've seen him make plenty better throws in practice than he makes in the game. So I'm not surprised about none of that. But just like I went back to Barry Sanders, when he hit the scene, we never seen nothing like it. And in my opinion, that's the greatest. I'm going to work backwards with Reggie Wayne. I don't want. Yeah, I don't. I don't want it to be anticlimactic. Who's your third place guy, Reggie Wayne? Ooh, third. Ooh, now we'll work up to place. your number one. My third place is probably Drew Brees. Drew Brees. So this means by saying Drew Brees, Ooh-hoo. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, or Tom Brady is not going to make your uh, your winner circle there. Yeah. Boy, you oh, that's exciting. Why? Gosh. Why Drew Brees? Yeah, why Why so hip on Brees? Because, um, for one, by the end of this season, he'll have the record all-time yards. Um, he does it year in and year out. Um, he was part of my draft class also, if, that's, hmm. if you didn't know. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yes. Um, and he was not a And this is the last 25 years? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, giving it a quarter. Right. So I don't expect okay. you guys yeah, yeah. to have an every, opinion yeah. on Johnny U. Yeah, yeah. Every 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 year, you know, Drew Brees is going to have about 4,500 yards passing yeah. minimum. Like he does it all the time. I mean, yeah. wait, you know where he doesn't do it when it's cold outside? That's a knock against somebody. Isn't that a problem? That that's that, your kryptonite. That that goes back to what I was saying earlier. We can get you at home in that dome. Hmm. We control that temperature. 
It's a different ball game. I worked out against Brett Favre and company uh, about uh, eight, ten years ago, however long ago that was. Uh, all right, that's an interesting one. James Jones, you give us your place. Win, place, show. You're, so, Rogers won. My number two? Yeah. Tom Brady. Uh-oh. That doesn't offend anybody. I really don't have anything to say. I don't think you have to explain it. I'm I'm waiting to hear this. I'm waiting to hear this. I mean, I I, I always give Patriots fans and Tom a hard time. But, I mean, obviously Tom is one of the greatest to ever do it. I mean, you talk about five Super Bowls, probably should have about eight of them, you know, right now. Uh, Um, New York. Yeah, but I'm just saying, them is a lot of close games. You got an undefeated team, you know what I mean, in the Super Bowl. I mean, you you should win. You you should have won that one. But, I mean, you're talking about a guy that, like you said, year in, year out. I mean, the man is – is 80 years old on the football field, and he's voted the best player <laughs> I in the know. world and the MVP of the National Football League. And that's credit to Tom, man. And when he gets on the field, to me, he's kind of like Eric Dickerson. He makes it look easy, effortless. You know what I mean? And he's With less. Stand, stand, in the, right. stand in the pocket, everything flying at his feet. He just stand there, cool Tom, California cool man, delivering it, team in the Super Bowl every year. I mean, you're talking about one of the greatest to ever do the It's game. weird, though, because too. everybody knows, everybody's seen the picture of him in his underpants at the Combine, and everybody <laughs> says, you know, knows that he didn't even start at Michigan most mm-hmm. of the time. The thing with him is, as a, to your point about Aaron Rodgers, you can see how that ball comes with mm-hmm. a flick of a wrist, how, how, how that thing is a laser uh, 40 yards down the field. Ben Roethlisberger is a giant. You know, guys bounce off of him. He, you know, he, he has these memorable plays. Peyton Manning, a genius. He's a quarter – I mean, he's a coach on the field, all that stuff. Brady, wait, there's nothing to this attach is what, to him. This is it's what mysterious. I do. This is what Why I is do. that guy able to just this is what I go out do. there with bums and win Super Bowl? This is what I'll I do. Don't call him bums. This is all what right, I do believe about Tom Brady that gets overlooked. He has that Mamba mentality. He has that Mamba mentality, man. Tom, when he takes the field, Why, he believes no, <laughs> believes that he's the best to ever do it, believes with him on the field his team will never lose, you know, and he shows that, and he has that Mamba mentality. It's some quarterbacks that I believe don't have that Mamba mentality. Tom has that Mamba You think guys – but everybody talks like they have. Almost every yeah, guy absolutely. talks that way. Yeah. You can see through you guys. see it in That's Tom. Phone, that guy's saying it, but he doesn't believe it. You that guy does believe it. You see it in Tom. Hmm. And, I mean, every, I mean every time Tom gets the ball and the game is on the line – I mean, everybody, right. everybody knows you're sitting at you sitting at home. Who on doesn't your have it? That's, a, that's what we want to know. Who I'm just that? saying, I don't think Peyton has the Mamba mentality. I never played with Peyton, but you know, just watching him on TV and watching Tom on TV, I could tell who has the Mamba mentality. I don't think Peyton has that Mamba mentality. No disrespect, he's one of the greatest. But when you talk about Mamba mentality, Aaron Rodgers got that Mamba mentality. I think Peyton, but has. yeah, I mean, you played with him. <laughs> But it's in interesting because Peyton was big on for for the metric of fourth quarter rallies. Yes, Peyton leads yes. Rodgers by quite a bit, and I'm definitely yes. Team yes. Rodgers. He's been, I'm definitely long, team he's been Rodgers. playing longer than him too, though. But, I know, but Rodgers yeah. has some weird like right. when trailing in the fourth quarter stats that don't work in his favor. Everybody always want to go to these stats. I, I'm just telling you, stats I, is overrated. Man. I'm with you 100 percent on Aaron Rodgers over everybody. You know, but but still. that Mamba mentality Tom has, I mean, he's my number two. Who's your number two, Reggie Wayne? My number two is Tom Brady. Oh, I thought it was going to be Peyton, and that was going to be juicy. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so, you, so you'll so you go Brady. He's the second best for both of you guys. And bring it on home here. James Jones, your show, your third-place quarterback that you've, that you've gotten to watch or play with. Brett Favre. Favre. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No Peyton. Doesn't even make the winner's circle for you. Brett Favre. Interesting. Wake up with Hater Raid also. <laughs> All right. And Reggie Wayne, bring it on home. Number seven, Ben Roethlisberger, the best you've seen. No, ben? No. Number seven? Yeah. No, he's not the. <laughs> he's not your number one? Who's your number one? My oh. number one is Peyton. All right. Listen. Number eight. You got to be loyal. Listen. No, it's, not even about, it's not even about that. Like, how it, what impresses me about Peyton, like how you said Aaron Rodgers, he's more athletic than you think. Mm-hmm. We know Peyton doesn't have an athletic bone in his body. Yeah. And for him to do all that is all up here. Yeah. It's all upstairs. The way he thinks, like it's been numerous times because teams always uh, uh, 
we we always say like the, the whole disguising thing was because of us because people you know we used to go to the line and didn't have a play call right and then Peyton kind of look at defenses and when it's a, once a defense tipped their hand then we'll call a play that's what it was and the only thing it took was for a linebacker to blink wrong and once that linebacker blinks wrong he knows what defense you're in what if the so, linebacker got a dark visor hey guess what <laughs> he, goes, he goes to the next linebacker <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but that's what it always was. It always was. We'll go up to the we'll go up to the line of scrimmage. So we didn't huddle. Yeah. We'll go up to the line of scrimmage, and we wouldn't have a play call. Mm-hmm. You do all the gyrations, all the theatrics. Don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. Right? <laughs> nothing. Is that true? Yeah. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When no, you in that no huddle I mean, offense, you didn't, it didn't matter. Because the only thing we trying to do. is – Wait, am I the dummy who didn't know this? Yeah, because oh, Ben Rollinsberg and them they go up yeah, there with a play nothing. call. They, they can't do too much. Well, wait listen, a second. I want Am I? Did you guys know that that's all nonsense? All the hand signals are nonsense. It didn't mean, it didn't I mean, all, not because, all of them are nonsense, like, it, but like for us, sorry to cut you off, Reg, but like for us, Aaron could come up there, and I mean, they still use this signal, so I can't yeah. give you the signal, but Aaron will come up there, give you all these signals. He's none of you, them mean, giving, none of them mean nothing until he until does you, one signal, and no. then after that. It's a third base coach. Yes. yes. After that, yes. that's the signal that you need to pay yeah. attention to. But I, all them other signals I, in I, between, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, Boom. Giving, you, I'm, giving, you all, I'm giving you all the terminology that, we, that, we, that you would hear if it was a TV copy. So it means something. It just didn't mean anything at that point in time. Because mm. all thing Peyton is doing, he's waiting on somebody on that defense to tip their hand. And once they tip it, he's ready. Mm-hmm. And then he go ahead and, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. You know, Last time you were in, Reggie, you, you gave us a fascinating two, – two of the brighter QBs at uh, at quarterback. You got to play with Peyton and with Andrew Luck, and you, and you told us the difference in their uh, – the way they compose themselves yes. In, in, yes. in the huddle and uh, comport themselves in the huddle. Uh, Andrew Luck, though, for the Stanford kid, quarterback son, all that stuff, super smart guy, not as – it's not you're not denigrating Andrew Luck. You're no, saying Peyton no. was still at a higher level. Yeah, Peyton was at a higher level just because he, you know, the way – like the game wasn't over to Peyton until we were shaking hands with the opponents, you know. And then he's still walking in the locker room and he's wondering, like, like damn, we should have got that third down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, if, he, if we up there and we get ready to take a knee, he's enjoying life. <laughs> well, we did it. Man, we, man, we won this game. You know, yeah. so that was just, the, you know, with Peyton, it was just always business. It was strictly business up until we did the team prayer in the locker room. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, he's going he's gonna to find that one moment. Even if it's in the second quarter, you're going to find a smile on his face. And you're going to be like, man, what you smiling at? He's yeah. like. Man, man, did you see he had me by my ankles? I got out of it. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it's always something. You know what I mean? So that's just the difference between those two guys. That was a good little uh, Andrew Luck impression you worked at. All right, I have me by the ankle there. <laughs> hey, James Jones, I'm uh, forever fascinated by what goes on on the field and the conversations you guys have. To your point about, you know, who's got Mamba, who's got the Mamba mentality yeah. and all that. Aaron Rodgers stands out to me from those other guys. We've seen Tom Brady berate teammates. We've seen that fire on the field, spiking the ball in foes' faces and all that. Peyton's got some of that. Even Russell Wilson, he's got a little nasty to him. Obviously, Roethlisberger, Breeze is maybe a little more laid back. But Aaron Rodgers seems super passive. He seems like he's a quiet He does. Yeah. Seems he like does. he's got a wry sense yeah. of humor and yeah, everything. exactly. But that's What's what he I'm like saying? in the huddle? But that's he- what I'm saying. When you know the guy, I mean, you know if the guy got it. Like, I'll never forget in the Super Bowl ball when Pittsburgh went down there and scored and we had to go back I think we were up three and we had to go down there and put together a drive to score Aaron Rodgers came in the huddle like I'm the big dog I'm finna lead us down this field he his you know body language said that or he said those I'm words. the big dog Lead us he down said those words field. to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that right? You know what I'm I love that. So I mean, in the big like, game, that's just, what you want. And you know, like even when Aaron, when he steps in the huddle, man, you know that. I mean, shoot, yeah, he calm, but you know, especially even in practice, the way he prepares and all that type stuff, you know that this this guy got it. You I could see we are him. never out of a game. I'll tell you this: in I I feel like to try and relate it to me. I've been in uh, in those uh, writers' rooms where mm-hmm. like where there are funny people, there are overtly funny people, but the guys <laughs> who spook me the most are the guys that are sitting there real quiet mm-hmm. the whole time, just evaluating. <laughs> those are the guys with a look can uh, can cause me to. Win. 
with her. Yeah, just I feel like, like Aaron Rodgers like, is like, he doesn't yell at you maybe, but yeah, did like he give you all, the stink eye like, and make you feel bad? Like, he's like a guy from the 70s that just didn't, didn't have any words. But just like they always say, man, that guy that guy get up in your face, he yelling, man, what's up? You want to fight? One? Boom, he the first one knocked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So – I mean, no. man, you never know. You know, but Peyton but, had the same thing. Yeah, you know, you I that, mean, yeah. you you don't think he has the mama mentality, but but like if we're down and we, you know, we were big on our two minute mm-hmm. offense stuff, right? Peyton would come in, we'll huddle on the sideline, right? Say, hey, we got a minute and thirty, just like we practice. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna run this play. I'm gonna throw it to you. You're gonna get out of bounds. You gonna get the ball back. It's gonna be first and ten. Mm-hmm. Like he'll have everything mapped out. He and it'd be like you know, it'd be like clockwork. And then all of a sudden, you go out there, right? And it happens that same way. You look at a dude like, man, like you, what, what, what was your GPA, man? Like, like <laughs> you're pretty smart. Like, where do you get this stuff from? But he plays it in his head so much, so he can he can just see there it was there happens. was a there there's a a sort of a bloodless sort of uh, um, strategy in in eighteen from the outside looking into me that he would identify who's Waldo on the defense and just throw at him over and over and over mm-hmm. again. If you're not going to do anything, D.C., yeah. then I'm just going to keep throwing at this guy if, and embarrassing him all if day. It, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. Fix it. Whereas for, 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 Aaron Ro- – For an example, not to cut you off, in the playoff game – oh, man, I don't remember what year it says. I'm getting old. Uh, we, <laughs> played, we played the Denver Broncos, right? And then they had um, Lynch back there. They had Champ Bailey. They had all these guys. And this is the year that John Lynch and them said that our receivers were soft. Right, mm. they say oh, I think they're a little soft. So mm. I, I took it personal. I really yeah. did. But out there, I mean, I don't, I don't know this guy. You know, I, I hope he's doing well. But they had Rock Alexander sticking me from. I think he went to the mm-hmm. University of Washington, right? And he was, and there, so I was like, <laughs> who is Rock Alexander? You know, Rock. You know, so yeah. it looked at me and said, Hey, you're gonna have a big game. Mm-hmm. And we continued to throw on him and throw, and I started feeling sorry for the dude. Yeah. I really <laughs> did start feeling sorry for him. Yeah, I, I, I had like, yeah, I had like yeah, two hundred. You're jumping I had, up I had, over him. I'm sorry, I'm I, doing I, this to you again. I had like two hundred and some yards yeah. in a playoff yeah. game. Like it yeah. was, it was like, man, yeah. y'all helped this dude the out. Next game, like, you wish he was out there. Again. I tell you, man. <laughs> like where's Rock when you need him? Uh, I mean, I don't know a Rock. Uh, but, you can make a case, uh, best uh, postseason wide receiver of all time yeah, in the I'm, Super Bowl era, at least Reggie Wayne. I just, I love that stuff. So Aaron Rodgers. He, because I—that's what I suspect. He sneak deep down. He is. It's not a—it's not a secret to him, so he doesn't have to announce it to the world. But I imagine in the huddle, he's like, yeah. "Guys, obviously, yeah. this defense cannot stop me. Yeah. Just catch the passes, and, and, we, and, we, and we and we and we know it. And he's that but, way. But he's, what, he'll what say I that do, to you. What I do love about about twelve two is he knows when it's time to say something. Like, you don't want to get those guys, or even as a quarterback, like, oh, here he go again. He coming over here, give us this more speech again, motivated, this dude. Just do your job. He knows when it's time to say something. I mean, obviously he knows he's the leader of the ball club. You know what I mean? We go as he goes. You know what I mean? But he knows when it's time to say something. You know what I mean? And I think that's the best thing about Aaron Rodgers. He knows when, okay, the team need me to step up right now. They need me to do something. That, say so. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that, uh, that's uh, like that 15 and one game is the uh, the 15 and one season. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. I, I, I won't. Uh, well, I'm going to bring it up to, to this extent. He really the thing that history has already forgotten mm-hmm. is how great he was in that second half. That the the team the team had a hard time catching passes that day. Oh, had the but he took. <laughs> you had the drops. There was, there was some, there. You know, receivers have amnesia, so I don't want to drudge up any memory. Yeah, stay stay with the amnesia. I'll just tell Reggie. Some some guys didn't catch some passes that day. But Aaron Rodgers, it's sort of like he ID'd it and he said, "I'm just gonna I'm just going to literally carry us." And he was, running he was running in the second the half all yeah, over the place. I remember he was, that. And the other game that he does, the other thing that shows how great his all-time greatness is, even in a even in a loss, the worst loss I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a pro football game, at least, and maybe in a sporting event ever, is the Green Bay Packers up in Seattle when the Seahawks are going for their Bringing second that straight time. Huh? That's the worst game I've ever seen because there were eight plays in the second half that I've counted that had one of them mm-hmm. gone the Packers' way. You guys win that game, and Rodgers was dynamite. Yeah, and he was hurt too. Remember all that? Yeah. 
So, oh, no, you have that's, amnesia. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't have that support and cast he should have had. Oh, now, well, he tried to shoot. That's <laughs> Does, Reggie, do you wake up every day as a hater? You know what I'm saying? Drinking a haterade over there, that haterade. Say my quarterback. Say talk about my quarterback. Talk about my quarterback. Didn't have mama mentality. How we doing on that? I love this debate of, like, two guys who are like, yeah, they got the same mama mentality as Brady. Those are the two. Those are one B and one C right there. Uh, hey, um, uh, are we doing okay on time, or do you guys got to run? I don't got to go to New I'm good for a little while. Okay, then let's do this. I've, I I know, uh, like I say, this is the time of year where, where people are doing this. I don't know that we could do much better than having uh, James Jones and Reggie Wayne here for this conversation. <laughs> Antonio Brown, Oof. I contend, yeah. is on track, yeah. and he is right now. I mean, well, he's got to play a couple more years for this to come to fruition. But I assume, unless he just his his numbers and otherwise fall off the cliff, mm-hmm. he retires as uh, one of the three best wide receivers of the Super Bowl era. I think he's tracking in that direction now. I think that you would say Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and AB is going to be in that in that top three. But you know what? I'm on the outside looking in. I turn to you guys. Let's start it here. I have nine names, and I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, and please take no offense at this. Here are the nine names I think you would put into contention, and probably we can actually start out by cutting out Michael Irvin. I'll do respect to 88, the playmaker. He's probably not the greatest receiver of all time. Megatron, Steve Largent, Marvin Harrison, Larry Fitzgerald, Terrell Owens, Antonio Brown, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. I want to get the top five by the time we're done here in the next. Hell, you should have had me before Michael Irvin. Oh, mm. right the, I thought the one that you wouldn't love is uh, here in '88, and that uh, who had the horseshoe on the side. That's right. Mar was Mar was a, he was a dog. He wanted the best. Yeah, Mar was Mar was a monster. But so Michael Irvin, top he, five he, out he of that even, right he didn't there. Even get me in University of Miami. My top five out of that right there. Does it have to be in order? Here's the thing with Marvin. Here's the thing with Michael Irvin that he uh, talk about something that nobody ever did in history before mm-hmm. him. I re- I remember guys in college running away from defenses and wagging a finger and stuff, but Michael Irvin would do it at midfield. <laughs> he would spread his arms out at midfield and be running down the field like, "What are you doing, man? Nah, you got a long boat. way to go before nah, he, you're he, in he, there." He was showboat. You're not the fastest guy in the field, man. <laughs> Forty-seven. Dang. So does this 47. have to be seven? What kind of weirdo number was that for him to wear? Was he still getting? He was balling though. He was balling. Like he was. A three-point stance player. It don't matter the number. Maybe that. Yeah, that maybe that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, Bucky Brooks. It seems cool that he wore on the back of his jersey on the Bills, Bucky Brooks, and you think like, wow, that's some honor. (laughs) But it's actually like, oh yeah, nobody would know who you are. Brooks, (laughs) like, what? What? Yeah, you're 47, Reggie. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Michael. I'm I'm wearing the dumbest number, and I'm still smoking it, right? Getting at it again. No offense to uh, Bucky Brooks. No, no offense, Bucky. I can't can't let you talk about Bucky. Know we love him. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you're number one. Out of right? order? Oh no, in order. Well, it's hard to try and keep uh, to to try and do the math on. Well, that. my number one is easy, uh, for me, um, and I'm going Randy Moss. You know what? You are not the first guy, and it is not a small minority of yeah. players who are out there with Rice and with Moss who say Randy Moss yeah. was the better. Receiver. I'm just gonna say this one comment right here. When I go to elementary schools, middle schools. High schools. They still say Randy Moss. They still no no no. When a guy jumps over you, yeah, they say Randy Moss. You, you say, got Moss. You say Moss. You got Moss. You know what I mean? That's because that's because from the, from the standpoint of that, Randy Moss changed the game. Like before, Randy hit the scenes. Everybody was Jerry Rice. Got to run these routes. Got to get open. Get all this separation. When Randy hit the scene, everybody was like. He on my hip. I'm open, quarterback. Throw the ball up. Have you seen Randy? It was you, weird. You it, know what I mean? And, it was and, so and, simple. And that, and throw that it became deep. open, and that's the catch that everybody wants to make, man. And Randy came in, changed the game. It was unbelievable some of the catches he made. So, I mean, at number one, I got to go Randy. At number two, I got to go Jerry Rice. At number three, I have to go Larry Fitzgerald. Three. Larry Fitch over T.O. Then I'm going to go T.O. Then I'm going to go A.B. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. Larry Fitzgerald 
What's interesting about this is Jerry Rice was not a was not a, a, a world class sprinter. Mm-hmm. Steve Largent wasn't. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is fast, but he also did yeah. not have a world class. He's four he's five more, or he's something, more right? Quick than yeah. he is fast. I know, but that's but when interesting. He gets the that ball it is, in his hands, though, he go too, though. He fast. Too. I know, but I feel like when scouts evaluate annually yeah. who's the best receiver coming out, it it almost always comes down to, to speed in the top two uh, criteria. Is is uh, foot speed, yeah. and as we look at this list, few of those guys yeah. you would rank among the fastest. It's one guy in the game. that's really got elite speed, and that's Moss. Yeah, right. Uh, Reggie uh, uh, Reggie Wayne, go ahead there. Number one, Jerry Rice. Jerry Jerry yeah, Rice because Jerry, uh, for one, <clears throat> twenty-two thousand yards mm. plus. I'm with that's, you. That's tough. I'll tell you this: if we had camera phones and YouTube and all that stuff back when Jerry Rice was doing some of his workouts and practices. Oh, yeah. Like, you probably see some awesome I done ran to Jerry Rice Hill and all that you know, up there like, in, like, in the Bay Area. Like, his work ethic and yeah, things that he did on the field it, and, and, and for, you know, for however long, 20 years, like, that's that, – that, that, that gets a, a – Five star in itself. I get it, but you know what? To your point, I think you would see those workout videos, and you would yeah, say that's uh, that's uh, otherworldly. But again, like Eric Dickerson running the ball, Jerry Rice made it look too easy. Look they're easy. not so smooth. They're not very many. So I can find way more highlights of Lynn Swan or even John Jefferson of the Yo. Chargers mm-hmm. making acrobatic catches than I can of Jerry Rice doing that. I I, I totally agree. I mean, he's just—he—he—he he, he was a trendsetter. He—he set—he set the stone for everybody. Um, my number two will be Randy. Randy. Randy, an, another trendsetter. Uh, like like JJ said, like they still talk about you got mossed. <clears throat> like in my in my generation, uh, it was all about Randy Moss. Like you, whenever Randy Moss, if it was on TV, you was watching. You know what I mean? So. That's the type of player that he that he was. He's kind of like to me, and I tried to make this analogy uh, a couple weeks ago. Who's the uh, the bad guy from uh, the um, from the X Men? He's the bad guy who can just run through walls. He's not. Mm. He's not some. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He's not some omnipotent guy who, right. who like can do magic or anything else. Just, he can just, just do one thing and just run, run through, through anything, and there's nothing you can he, do he, about he it. He can create an opening for whoever's. That's Randy Moss. Yeah. He, he didn't. Well, he he doesn't run precise routes. He doesn't. Do do this well, doesn't do that well. So, who cares? Go long. No, Run it, fast it, like, and we're going to throw like it as Randy, far as we can. Randy wasn't flashy. You know, he just went out there and he made things that that was hard look easy. Soup. A lot of these jump balls that Randy Moss made. One-handers. Like, you know. people don't understand how hard that is. Yeah. Like, even the point of tracking the ball. You know, Randy Moss was special at tracking the deep balls and just making it look easy jumping over these guys that right now some guys are doing it. They might catch it, but they're going to fall all awkward and boom, dang. That's you right. You know what I mean? Double Randy, Yeah, it. Randy just – it was just I, so easy, just, and he had a knack for the, tracking the, the, the ball the, and making them play. When you talk about tracking the ball with Randy Moss, the one catch that I remember is when he was with New England and he was going up against Darrell Revis. And they threw him a post route, and mm-hmm. he caught it in the back of the end zone with one hand. Yeah. And, it, and it was so effortless. Man. And I'm a receiver, and I'm like, yeah. I saw, like, I'm like wow. Yeah. Like, man, did you see? Like, yeah. he made things look so easy. I remember watching – the thing that stands out with Randy Moss for me is his rookie season when it was week after week. Yes, and then I think Ariel. it was a Thanksgiving yeah, game yeah, yeah, down yeah, in yeah, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. When it just was like – it was clear. Just run long, and to, it, he would land on his feet, smooth, never miss a, never skip a beat. And two or three DBs would just fall on the ground, bump into each other like a cartoon or yeah. something. And we seen what, we seen what Randy did with Tom Brady. I couldn't imagine Randy having Montana and Young for his whole career. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to knock Jerry Rice, which isn't a knock on him, but not he did, no, he did got, get the play Jerry, with Montana but, but and Steve Young. It's not a no, knock, but Jerry fault. has to no, it's get not his those fault. yards. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he has to catch it. He has, he to, has run, to get he open. He has to make them dudes miss. He, he has to get he open. To you said he that. wasn't the so, fastest guy, you, you know, know, so he's finding ways but, to get open. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Jerry's Jerry. Randy's. Okay, go ahead. Who are your three? My number three is my old teammate, Marvin Harris. Mar, eighty-eight. Okay, Marvin Harrison, three uh, in the Super Bowl era. You got could Marv he have? Three. Could Marv make it if he had been drafted into uh, the NFC North? What I, if he had been drafted onto the Packers? Would he have been great absolutely. with Brett Favre? Absolutely. 
seemed awful small and uh, and slightly built. He would make it in Lum- he'd make it up in Lambo in December and January. Well, who nobody really wants to play in that cold. I know nobody I mean, wants to, but look at the guy had, next if, to you. If, like if that guy's to. he played with a hoodie on. I mean, you know, I mean, talk gotta, about setting, listen, tra- somebody setting gotta, trends. Somebody got to do it, man. <laughs> you know, it's no, cold listen, out there. Marv, Marv, uh, his worth ethic. This dude, he, that's I watched him. I went in. Whenever you know, I'm a, I'm a rookie now. Marv didn't say much. He was more lead by example. But even though if you ask him something, he'll tell you. But I didn't really want to talk to Marv when I was a rookie. You know, I was a little <laughs> nervous. But um, Marv came to practice, didn't take a playoff. Every time the, the offense was going, he was going. He would do special teams. Like he he didn't rest. He did not rest at all. And then you you sitting back as a young pup, I'm like, like man, I gotta, mm-hmm. I can't get no water, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like the dude, like he worked like no other, you know what I mean? He's a huge boxing guy, he's you know he's not gonna go in and be like Lee Haney, he ain't gonna lift the world, you know what I mean? But the way he trained, he trained like boxers, mm-hmm. and and he was able to run and go all day. And to me, man, I was like, man, this, this dude, nobody works harder. I don't know what I would have expected before I asked these questions today, but what, what emerges is is that you like uh, that James Jones responds to electric. I like, I, you know, I like those those standout yeah. highlight reels. Stuff I mean, that's what, what people like. You admire the technician, the hard oh, yeah. worker oh, yeah. yes. who does it because he spends the extra time uh, getting it done because, behind because, the scenes. Because I was, I was one of those guys, like, don't uh, say electric can't you know. be hard workers. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I live that you every day. No, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. I don't know why you listen, laughed at that. Listen, I, I, even though I ran a 4-4 a, a for my 40, uh, I wasn't the fastest guy. So, like, all of my work, like, I had to be precise on everything. So, my route running, I took that to a whole nother level. I, I'm a receiver. I got to catch every ball because I know, hey, when I get hurt, if any part of my lower extremity, if I hurt my, 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 my quad or something, right, what do I have to rely on if I'm still playing with that injury? If I can't run routes, I can't get open. Mm-mm. I've lost my speed already with my injury. Now I can't run no routes or I, I'm struggling to catch a ball. I might as well not play. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I admire the technicians. I admire the guys that go in there and, and do the extra – to be a great route runner or do an extra on a jugs machine to work on their hands, you know. So that was me. I love. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is that guy. Antonio Brown is this is, is, is kind of is this guy. Steve Largent was, which is never dropped a pass. The primary function of a uh, receiver is to catch every pass thrown to them, yes. and those guys stand out from the rest of this pack. To dropped a lot. I mean, that's the knock on T.O. is as dynamite as he was, he he would drop some passes along the way. Okay, so go ahead there. Now my, we go. So so you go. My, my, my number four is Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald. Um, not a fast guy. Not but, a fast guy. He was a technician, like you like yep. were saying. You know, he was big on that, so I admire that. Um, my number five is, uh, is actually Terrell Owens. Oh, all right. Terrell Owens, uh, he's my number five. I mean, you can't knock what he did on the field. You yeah, can't knock his numbers. That's no, and I, I mean, ridiculous that he had to wait so long yeah. to go to yeah. the yeah. hall because yeah. some writers didn't yeah. think he was nice in the locker room. Right. That's ridiculous. I think, yeah, that was something personal. So no AB though. No AB. You know why it's no AB? Tell. Because I don't. I I, I want to see if AB can continue to do the same thing without Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know how long Ben got left. Well, he says now he's got another five years. We'll see about that. But Landry Jones, he's he's the AB has done it with Landry Jones thrown. Ha, has off. he really done? Yeah. Has he really? Yeah. Done? Mm. Yeah, he has. Has he really? Done if AB stays on the course, he's he he is going on. Listen, he ben, could be way higher up on that list. Listen, Ben, ben Roethlisberger has the ability to extend plays like no other. Because he, he's so he, he's a, he's a big quarterback. He doesn't go down easy. He can sling you off, keep a play alive, give you a, you know give AB two and three routes in one play. You know just because he's keeping a play alive. He can run a slant, then they can go to a goal, then come back down to a comeback. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. And a lot of his catches in his early in his career was that. Okay, that's you know, fair. But what? So if Jerry Rice does Jerry Rice make it? If you put him with. Uh, I you know I'm I'm trying to think of with Andy Dalton is Jerry Rice great? 
Is he a Hall of Famer even if if, if it's Andy Dalton for his career? Cincinnati's tough, man. Like, well, right. That's no, right. No, no, and it probably not. Yeah. But the thing is, Jerry Rice had those guys. He was in San Francisco. Will A.B. continue to have Ben Roethlisberger? I'm just saying, at least for the next three years, he's going to have Big Ben. Do we know that Ben, ben, ben was talking about retiring? <laughs> but we're talking year. about A.B. as a player, though. I, listen. Like, he – But as a player – any quarterback listen, in there, but as, my thing As a player, he, he, yeah. he's getting all what he's getting because, you know, he has – But a whoever the quarterback is in there is going to sling it to A.B. He's going to get his targets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, like you just say, he a technician. He could run around, so he gonna get open, and he's gonna get his target. So, but that to doesn't me, mean if he's not that doesn't hurt, mean that that he's gonna keep putting these numbers that up. Landry or what's my man from Tennessee? They got Dobbs or whatever. Josh Dobbs. That, that, now they have Mason Rudolph. Right. right. Yeah, Rudolph. That doesn't mean those guys. They gonna get targets. They gonna give him his targets, but it doesn't mean they're gonna be accurate targets. Who is? Let's wrap it he's up with make this. The play. That's when you're really going to raise up on this. Awesome. Like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Two guys who should be – I mean, Calvin Johnson is going to the Hall. He's going to wind up. I, I, you, you know what? So? I think he's going to go to the Hall, but I think he's one of those guys who was oh, put yeah. into the Hall of Fame think before. So? We got to think about that, Calvin going? Before he ever put – the thing I resent – I don't think he gets in. Calvin's going. He's now, going in, not, but I resent the fact that he was like, announced as a Pro Football Hall of Famer before he ever played in the NFL. He's one of those guys. He's sort of like Andrew Luck. It's a little bit man. like, well, this guy can't. Well, we decided that before he, he ever even Calvin did Johnson something. Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer, hands down. I just think I just think if he could have broken to the 10,000-yard count. He didn't dominate F, week in, F week them out. stats, man. Hey, you man. seen the product. They put, I, I get it. it. Ain't nobody ever put two men treated a wide receiver like a gunner. I'm just Until saying. Calvin Johnson, that but play alone puts saying. him in the Hall of Fame, man. They the treated this. All man. these guys see double gone. coverage. Larry Fitzgerald, not in the second half of his career. Everybody sees double coverage, but two DBs on you, treating you like a gunner to stop you, and you're lined up at a wide receiver position. Come on, man. Two quick questions: Who is the most quarterback proof out of this group? Could put any could put a media a, a, a league median QB in there and he would Randy, still do well because you just got to throw it up. Okay, I Randy would say I would say that? I would say Randy or Fitz, and Fitz have shown that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know I would say, yeah, I would say Fitz. Yeah, because he's – I mean, it's been a bunch of – Productive no matter No what. disrespect to the quarterback, but he it's been a, a bunch, of, he had, bunch he, of bums he have a besides Kurt. But don't and, call him bums. And, and no. when healthy and, – and, and, and Palmer. When healthy and ready to go, how many of these guys does Gronk go ahead of? Zero? Some well, of them? You, you talking about I just think Gronk is the most unstoppable weapon that we've seen, along the lines of Randy Moss. put him in tight ends. You can't put him out there. I'm just saying, I don't think you could line him up as a – I don't think you could sl- uh, continue Not, for 60 minutes, put him as a wideout, but I'm just saying that there's nothing that I, NFL defenses can do with that guy. He's not wanted. We're not hiring here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. See, I went, I went a little too far. <laughs> Last question before we wrap it up. James Jones versus Reggie, Rain, Reggie Wayne in a 50-yard dash. Who wins it? Reggie just told you he ran fofo. JJ ran fofa. You agree, Reggie? Reggie. We talking about today? Today. Man, I ain't pulling no hamstrings. Oh, today, yeah. Today about, I'm today, talking about. Today I'll probably pull a hamstring. He, he probably just got about through squat. Four, he just got through yeah, squat Probably yesterday. about the 47-yard mark. I'll pull <laughs> Listen, a hammy. I, I give Reggie probably the 35-yard mark, so I'll take him right now. But when he played, oh, yeah, he gave me. <laughs> he, he, oh, man, he just got uh, the squad yesterday. No, now we're not talking about playing days. This, uh, this uh, is about personal dignity. Oh, right dignity. now. We put our hands dignity. in the ground right now. Yeah, right. yeah I got to bet my money on myself. I, ain't, I don't I ain't, know what Reggie's running right now. I ain't gonna let, Reggie could have went from 4-4 four, four to 4-9. Four, right. I don't know what he's going to do. I ain't that bad. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not picking <laughs> – I'm not trying to play favorites in here, but I do remember that there was a little bit of shade thrown for somebody who wore a hoodie out on the field. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the person – who threw that shade, he's Has wearing a hoodie, hoodie himself. Yeah. So I, hey, I think James Jones wins today. It gets, it gets, it gets cold in California at night. I advise that. The better move is once it's – He has a hoodie on right now, I know. too. Oh, the one thing, the oh. one thing I advise James Jones to do is like – and he already is famous for the hoodie, but I said take it to the next level – Pull a hot pocket out of there in man, the middle of the game, me, or like I a wish, hot dog or something, or I some wish popcorn I or that, something. Man, because we do be hungry on them sidelines. I wish I would have thought of that. Might have to come up with it, man. You ever eat on the sideline, Reggie? Um, no. Never had a bite to eat. No. 
games. I, have, yeah, I heard they serve chicken soup on the sideline for the well, pack. Well, we had, we, we and I've had, games, had, I've chicken had hot dogs, peanut butter, jelly sandwiches. All I, t- I take During that back. the game. I take that back. I, I take that back. Uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but probably every preseason game, there was some hot dogs waiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. It was hot. Yeah. In, in the preseason yeah. game? Oh, preseason, yeah. Preseason, I mean, you play in one or two Yeah, once, they take, it, once you, so. once you yeah. take that tape off your ankles yeah. and stuff, like, hey, yeah. let me get them hot dogs. Ask sometimes, John O'Hare, he spilled mustard on himself <laughs> on his jersey. Sure. Oh, we ain't even tape. We just go out there, shoes untied, everything. We got one series. Get that hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Well, well uh, great times, at least for me, and I hope uh, for the listener as well. Great insight from uh, from two of uh, the greatest fellas uh, that we get to work with here at NFL Media. James Jones, Reggie Wayne, thanks for the time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with more Hooey and Applesauce for you later in the week. Meantime, make sure you go check out Dave's of Thunder available. Dave's of Thunder. What else? What else do I want to promote? No, Good Sports with Adam Carolla. Watch these guys on Total Access. This, that, and the other. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce later on. In the meantime, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. (laughs) You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.